1: I think that uh, each, uh, each family uh, has its own uh, story to tell, and uh, I'm not sure uh, that my story is uh, typical.
0: On the 24th of February, 2022, Russia launched a full-scale invasion of Ukraine, starting the biggest land war Europe has seen since 1945. The skirmishes and battles for controls of the sovereign state will enter the history books, but what you won't read there are the stories of ordinary families trying their best to deal with this new reality. My name's Jack from Dad's Net, and in this series we want to uncover those stories by giving people the chance to tell them. People like
1: Maxim. I am divorced uh, and I, I live in Kiev uh, with my son. Um, I divorced several years ago and I live um, with my son, he is uh, 15 years old. Um, my wife, um, ex-wife um, also lives uh, in uh, Kiev, and uh, my son uh, uh, generally lives with me but also on weekends with uh, his mother. Um, we live uh, in the center of uh, Kiev, and uh, before the war was started, uh, actually, um, I worked in uh, business. <clears throat> but um, several years ago, I decided to change my career path and uh, started to work as a psychotherapist, uh, uh, to, uh, doing meditation, uh, uh, working with uh, people, trying to help them to overcome some uh, personal difficulties like panic attacks and so on and so forth so my uh, my um, background uh, psychological background helped me very much in uh, coping with uh, (laughs) with such situations because actually this is my profile to help people to cope with uh, emotions uh, and uh, to to stay calm even in uh, dangerous uh, dangerous conditions and uh, this uh, these skills helped me help me a lot and actually when all this started uh, my family was in panic uh, my um, parents uh, are quite old my father is 74 and my mother is approximately 70 and uh, i have uh, two sisters uh, here in kiev and uh, uh, they also have uh, their children, so everyone um, was in panic uh, trying to run away uh, in whatever direction <laughs> to, to, to get the feeling of uh, peace and uh, comfort. Uh, but my opinion was that we need to stay calm and uh, to be in Kiev and uh, well, it it is uh, a tragedy what has happened but it, it is not not that uh, dangerous as it may seem. So uh, mm, uh, my my position was that we need to stay calm, to to uh, sit home, and to to trust uh, our army and to to trust God that everything will be okay and pray for for peace. And uh, many people said that I'm like a <laughs> like a dreamer and I'm <laughs> out of reality, <laughs> but I think it's uh, uh, the, the most uh, the most adaptive uh, position from the psychological uh, side because I guess that the damage to the people's uh, people mind uh, much more from from this feeling of anxiety and uh, to be nervous and uh, to to feel in danger, and uh, uh, this harm is much more than from missiles, from active warfares. Um, but um, probably this is my personal my personal view because um, what uh, what I hear uh, is only Uh, air alarm um, uh, from time to time, Uh, but many people, I know that uh, many people in the cities uh, in western Ukraine, the situation is uh, much more dangerous and uh, there are bombs uh, that that are blowing in the streets and uh, there are bodies, dead bodies on the street and uh, fire and destroyed houses.
0: Maxim's unique outlook on the situation he finds himself in is a stark contrast to many of the families around him, even families within the same building.
1: It is uh, very hard uh, to to explain to people why this happened, because we used to live in peace, and uh, nobody can imagine that one day we will uh, stay in bomb shelters uh, during night. And even, uh, I think it depends on, um, on the attitude, on your personal attitude, because, for example, in uh, my house, um, a lot of people uh, s- uh, stay in um, underground parking, which serves as a bomb shelter uh, to, to, to stay safe and uh, uh, i don't feel that the situation is such dangerous i still in my home <laughs> sleep in my bed and i think it is much better because uh, a lot of people use a bomb shelter and uh, they are there in bad, uh, bad conditions with a lot of uh, um, children that are terrified and they are screaming and uh, all, all this is like uh, like madness uh, and the situation is dangerous and uh, the feeling of anxiety and nervous is in the air and uh, uh, I think in this situation it is um, vital to, to stay calm and uh, try to help each other.
0: While Maxim is using his training to help the families around him. I asked him if his son and ex-wife shared his sense of calm and if they had remained in the city too.
1: Uh, well, he, he, um, he was with me and uh, then when the uh, warfare started, um, uh, he, uh, uh, he moved to, to his mother and uh, stayed uh, uh, some time with her and uh, my ex-wife is not so relaxed as uh, as i am and uh, she used to used to watch all this tv and uh, all this madness that's going on uh, all all those uh, pictures and videos of destroyment and terror and uh, after several days uh, she was like in panic and uh, uh she she uh, she said to me that she uh, she could not uh could not stand it and she she wants to leave and uh, to to be in safe with uh uh, with her son Uh, i tried to persuade her to to stay in kiev but uh, she was kind of hysteric about that and a couple days ago um, we decided uh, that uh, uh, they uh, they are going to to leave Kiev uh, uh, and try to to immigrate to to safe uh, Western countries. And um, uh, here in Kiev, I live near the central railway station, and uh, we go um, we went uh, there. Um, there is no schedule. Uh, the, there is no feeling of uh, safe, but the trains, evacuation the trains, are still going. And um, we, um, after several uh, several hours at the railway station, we managed to to get into into the train uh, to western Ukraine, to Lviv city. It is a um, western uh, city in ukraine near the uh, polish border and um, at the railway station of lviv um, there were a train uh, uh, to to poland and um, we um, uh, this train um, took uh, my ex-wife and uh, my son because uh, men are not allowed to leave ukraine because it's kind of uh, war conditions and men are required to to uh stay stay in the country so i uh, uh, i got them uh, to the train and uh, today they are in uh, uh, in krakow Uh, it is a city in uh, poland uh, uh, near to ukraine uh, uh, and uh, there are a lot of ukrainians uh, in poland now more than uh, half a million People and uh, there are uh, our relatives uh, as well, and uh, they feel uh, they feel safe and comfortable uh, there. And also thanks to um, to Polish volunteers and their attitude, uh, uh, who try to to help uh, to help Ukrainians who try to uh, to get out of this hell. <laughs> They are planning to go to Spain, Uh, air tickets uh, will be free for Ukrainians, so they use these opportunities and they bought a a ticket uh, in 10 days uh, to Barcelona and try to uh, get to Spain because um, actually we uh, we love Spain, we love Spanish country and uh, my wife is a translator uh, interpreter, uh, 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 she is very good in Spain and my son also uh, learns uh, English and Spanish and uh, so I hope uh, uh, it will be good for them to, to live there, to, to try to find a job uh, and to my son to open, uh, open uh, his knowledge, uh, to, 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 get, to get better knowledge of the language and uh, culture.
0: There must be such mixed emotions seeing your family safely on the train to Poland, but not being allowed to go with them. So, what of Maxim? Where would he go now, and what would he do?
1: I moved back in Kiev, uh, and uh, <clears throat> uh, just before I arrived uh, to. Uh, to the railway station of kiev there was a kind of uh, missile uh uh, blue near the the railway station and my parents were shocked Uh, they persuaded me not to to come back but (laughs) i couldn't do (laughs) the other way around because i love the city and i i think that it is important uh, to be here to uh, to support people and uh, to try to do everything I can uh, so that peaceful, peaceful life uh, we we get back to, to peace again. Uh, day to day, uh, well, I try to <laughs> to meditate, to to stay calm, uh, to uh, to support my my relatives. Uh, uh with uh, words uh, saying them that everything going the uh is going to settle soon and uh, that the best that we can and is to to stay calm and uh, support each other and not to to do some uh, foolish things like running like uh, uh, trying to to get out of the situation because my parents uh, try to uh, to go to the western ukraine by by car and uh, I try to persuade them that it is too dangerous because on the streets there are uh, there are parts of uh, army parts of some troops uh, a lot of uh, suspicious people with guns uh, and uh, it is uh, really dangerous to travel uh, by by car now so i think the best uh, that we can do if we are not in organized uh, army forces is to to stay calm and uh, uh, stay in our homes and and pray and support each other
0: if there was one thing that stuck out to me from talking to Maxim, it was his absolute positivity and his ability to find the silver linings in everything.
1: A lot of people see only terror and uh, fear and uh, like a catastrophe. But uh, when you uh, calm down, you, you understand that there are a lot of opportunities in each situation. For example, now we can see that uh, everybody in the world uh, supports our country and everybody uh, try to help. And uh, now we are much closer to Europe and uh, can be a part of, of, uh, of uh, this uh, uh, European, truly European area to be a part of EU part of uh, NATO, uh, and uh, I guess uh, that in each situation there also could be opportunities. For example, my son can go to to Spain <laughs> to to get in school there. For example, to to stay some time there because actually we planned we planned this long time ago and. Uh, uh, I said uh, to him, hey, uh, probably um, we, we were planning uh, too long, and now it is time to try to do this. <laughs> so I guess that in each situation, uh, how terrible it may feel, there are also opportunities.
0: Maxim's story is just one of the millions in Ukraine, each one unique, and each family different. If you would like to hear more, then please listen to the other episodes in this series. And if you would like to help the people of Ukraine but don't know how, please consider donating to the British Red Cross at redcross.org.uk, which will help reach and support people in urgent need.